Welcome once again to Harnessing Your Wealth. I'm Billy Peterson, and we have a fun show lined up today. This is going to be a good one. You're going to want to listen to this entire way through. Today we have Isaac Weisopt, and Isaac is very well known in his space for bringing out issues of the day that seem to have maybe a bit of a question, a little deeper penetration of what's going on in the world around us. And he studies all these things, and it's specific to Hollywood and celebrities and maybe even things like the Illuminati. So things that we all have maybe a passing interest in, but don't spend enough time to really dissect them. Well, he does all the work for us. He's written nine books, kind of known Isaac for a while here and work out together. See him all the time. Ask him to be on the show. That this is going to be a fun show. Sean, what do you think? I'm excited for it. Um, I have, you know, you hear little bits and pieces about the Illuminati or you see the symbolism out there. I'm, I'm not a big Hollywood celebrity guy, you know, but you can't help but hear those things and see those things. So I'm excited to hear what Isaac has to say today and uh, just kind of, I don't know, we might get some goosebumps, raise some hairs. Let's see what's, go let's see what's going on. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it still has a lot to do with, with our line of work too, because I mean, let's face it. What's going on in the world? There's been a lot of questions these last four years. A lot of questions. Is, that, is there a, a higher power, a force at work that we are not aware of? Hidden agendas, all these things, and and all this the symbolism. It starts to resonate. It starts to maybe make you wonder. So Isaac, now I'm bringing you in here. What? When did you get started in all this stuff and the celebrity issues and and hidden symbolisms and and all these things that you deal with on a regular basis? Yeah, this is this is a great start, guys. I, and in fact, uh, thank you for having me on your show. I actually listened to your show, um, and I, I thought that you had an episode about celebrity uh, finance, money mistakes. Uh, yeah, money mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I really dug that one. I, I grew up near Philly, so I knew who uh, Lenny Dykstra was and all that. So anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So it, for me. It's been a it's been a, a very strange journey, and it goes back to you know I was born um, I, I was basically raised in the eighties and nineties, so I grew up on eighties nineties pop culture, but things like shows like the X Files, and I remember watching the Travis Walton abduction movie called Fire in the Sky, where he gets abducted by a UFO, yeah, and and then you know you throw that into the blender along with a lot of um a lot of sort of counterculture interests i've always had i my my dad was into horror movies so i just grew up watching just tons of horror movies that i i imagine <laughs> most kids probably wouldn't have watched maybe <laughs> and uh you know i just was always interested in counterculture things so i've always had this sort of interest in it with aliens and things like that wondering the big questions of course and then i remember some formative you know what we call red pill moments in the in the uh, conspiracy biz <laughs> some red pill moments for me were back in 2002 i was in the military and my buddy we we were talking and he told me to read this book uh behold a pale horse by bill cooper and i had never heard of the guy whatever found tracked down a copy of it got it and he talks about you know a variety of things like aliens underneath the Denver airport and uh, who's running the world and this whole you know recovered documents and some of the stuff that was in the first printing that I have. Ha um, there's some 
literature in there that's questionably anti-semitic but if you read what bill cooper was saying he says look i'm not i'm not doing this i'm just saying that uh, you know there's some people that could be connected to this that and the other but let's look at this document and then that document was proven to be sort of fraudulent but anyway so bill cooper was one of the first red pill moments and then a few years later a guy i was working with put me on to david ike and david ike took what bill cooper was saying and added at least from my perspective a lot of spiritual components to it and themes of the occult and hidden symbolism and, and such and you know he's the guy who's famous for talking about how there's shape-shifting lizard people and and that's one of the theories that is very intriguing to me but um so then i i had that sort of stage and then i'd listened to uh in the 2000s i'd i'd been listening to uh, various figures like i think it was a guy named i think his name was riley martin who said he was in contact with aliens who was making the rounds on different radio shows and podcasts and then um joe rogan i used to listen to a lot of joe rogan watch a lot of ancient aliens because he would always have georgio sukalos on and and talk about these sort of ideas of a ancient culture ancient past that are hidden from us and things like this uh the anunnaki and and <laughs> it goes on and on so i've always had this interest and then in uh, 2011 i had a little break between um graduating with my bachelor's and starting grad school i had a two-year break and i'd been in such a mode of reading regurgitating and i found a lot of value in that you know going through the education process that i started a blog just as a way of i don't know pursuing my interest and in reading about things and sharing them with the the people that would check out the blog that was uh that is illuminatiwatcher.com which i still maintain and then from there i started writing i i actually wrote um for grad school i wrote a thesis that was about 120 pages and i thought man i could i could write a whole book like i just wrote this 120 page document so i i wrote a book synthesizing a lot of these ideas of david ike and bill cooper and all this stuff and from there it started gaining traction i, I had no intentions of it becoming a thing and you know that expands out to podcasting i started podcasting in 2014 and i didn't even want to do it there was a reader who said hey man like i don't like reading like you gotta you gotta do a podcast and i was like i don't want to do a podcast <laughs> at the so i i started learning youtube videos and i thought well it's not that much harder let me just do the podcast thing for some people and i barely maintained it for a while but i did it and then you know slowly but surely i started getting canceled off of everything all these platforms would kick me off and I always thought it was odd because I I speak true to my real character and my real beliefs. I, I question a lot of the conspiracy movement people because I think a lot of them are grifting. I think a lot of them have political or religious interests they're trying to indoctrinate people with. I also think that on some levels, they're putting on a show. They're acting. Mm-hmm. And all of these things are fine you know no i'm not trying to condemn people but for me that's not my jam i don't have an interest in saying stuff that i don't believe or feel or at least i i put the caveats all the time that this is a theory this is what people are saying i don't necessarily think this is fact you can i don't care but th these are kind of the things going around and i try to i try to condense information that i read because i read a lot of these occult books about ritual magic and alchemy and a lot of a lot of concepts that most people would find very strange or hard to understand and i try to make it in a way that i try to present it in a way that makes sense 
And one way I do that is by serving it up with pop culture references. You know, mm. we've got a variety of movies and television shows or events from celebrity pop culture that happen that we can look at and say, okay, is there an, a, an occult or Illuminati kind of tie in here? And I, and I try to find those connections and present them. And, and, and I'm trying to be very, um, very cognizant about the, you know, I'm talking about people. I'm talking about people's lives. I'm not trying to wreck people's lives or put celebrities in danger or make people mad or ruin their day even. And I, it, it was always shocking to me because I've been kicked off of just about every platform you could think of. And I see like for YouTube, for instance, right. You know, I had up to 75,000 subs in 20, it was about 2017 at this point, I think. And they kicked me off. And some wow. of the people that had been around before me, uh, I'm not trying to start problems, but a guy named Mark Dice, he's a conspiracy theorist. And, you know, I actually like some of his work, but he does a thing that, he talks really negatively about celebrities. Uh, I'll give you an example. So I got kicked off for making a video on YouTube where I talked about the symbolism in a Taylor Swift music video. I don't remember the name of the video. It was one where it had some kind of symbolism of witchcraft in it, or she talked about witches or something like that. I'm not a Swifty fan. I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but, but nonetheless, it was there, and I thought, let's talk about it. So I talked about it, and of course, I said it in my very pragmatic some would even say neutered way because a lot of some of the audience they they don't like it that I'm so passive about things. They're like, no, I want you to get her, you know, call her a demon worshiper. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't really know that, buddy. So I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Whereas a guy like Mark Dice, he'll sit here and and you know degrade her and call her, you know, uh, a floozy, you know, worse words than that, of course. But he'll, he'll say all these mean things about her, mean spirited things, and he's got millions of followers. And it's like, why does this guy get a pass? Mm. And, and when you look at the, you know, they, when they kicked me off, they gave me the, I could see the, um, I could see the report. It was actually the, they actually shut my channel down from the Taylor Swift video and it said violated community guidelines. I look on it. The complaint was filed by her management company, big red dog media or something like that. And I, you know, when you talk to YouTube, they don't, there's not a person that can help you. It's always this AI automated response. I say, <laughs> what which guideline and they're just like please see the community guidelines like that's he's just like this is crazy for what and you, you never get an answer so i just i took this training they gave me and and just pressed on and was like okay whatever and then a month or two later i did a very just the same thing an ariana grande video came out and i did the same thing symbolism analysis she's talking about uh energies of the goddess and things like this and they just they just shut the channel off completely. And when they shut it off, they send you an email. They say, you've been canceled and you can never come back on YouTube ever again under any other name or nothing. Hmm. <laughs> and I was like, it's so weird. I mean, why are they protecting some of these uh, stars like this? I mean, you look at these videos and music videos and even the language they use in these songs and stuff. How is that supposed to be protected? And somebody can't even bring up a fact that hey, there may be something bigger going on. I, what I think is, you know, when you go back to, when you study a lot of these conspiracies of the occult and such, you'll find there's a lot of connections to paganism, right? You'll find that, you know, you go to Washington, D.C., and you walk around and you don't see crosses and statues of Christ. People say, oh, you know, America's a Christian nation. Like, well, currently it's a nation that's got a lot of Christians, but it's not, it wasn't founded that way. It was founded and you, you see the, what's important to the, the 
you know the city and the structures is pyramids and Greek gods and Egyptian gods and you know that's what you see all throughout the symbolism of DC and and that's because when you understand how the secret societies work in their philosophies which I mean there's countless books uh, you know Manly P Hall Secret Teachings of All Ages talks about this it's it's kind of a it's a big dense book but Ronald Reagan was really into Manly P Hall for example a lot of our world leaders and a lot of the people who know what's going on behind the scenes, they understand that what they want is to instill an old religion. Uh, there's a there's a famous occultist. Her name's Helena Blavatsky. She created the, the- Theosophy movement, uh, which influenced the story of Wizard of Oz and so on. And um, she she had a quote that said, "You know, the religion of the future is the religion of the past." Because that's what they want to do is they want to take us back to a uh, a sort of pagan. Uh, and when I say pagan, we're talking about worshiping multiple gods. Because back in like the Roman Empire, you would you would pick and choose which god you wanted to worship based upon you know oh I want to be rich and oh I want to I don't know <laughs> grow good crops whatever. Mm-hmm. So they would pick and choose. And I think that's what our pop culture system is modeled after is this idea that there's different gods and goddesses and we must worship them as such. And it makes sense because that must be how these people feel to live that lifestyle of literally, literally anything you want, you know, fame, fortunes. Um, They're treated as modern day gods and goddesses. And we saw the Beatles when they showed up, they, they showed us I've heard, and I don't know this is fact, but I've heard that that famous footage of them getting off the plane they had you know all these women passing out and screaming and fainting i've heard that that was uh mocked up to show people how this is how you act accordingly to your celebrity gods and whether that was mocked up or not for real i don't know but uh, it's it's sure everyone followed suit and people are doing crazy stuff for celebrities nowadays and you know uh, but i but i do think that's why you can't you can't poke holes in taylor swift I mean, she's a bazillion dollar industry, right? And I think that her management company was protecting her image. And for a guy like me, who's trying to be rational and point out this and that and the other symbolism, maybe that looks worse for them, for Taylor Swift, than it does coming from a guy like Mark Dice, who's, you know, saying she's a floozy is all (laughs) I could think of. Because when Mark Dice says it, like I'm, I'm sure the fans, the Swifties, they they interact and they engage and they're like, you're a jerk or whatever, but it doesn't change their opinion or their yeah. mind. Whereas yeah. if I'm saying stuff and they're like, well, wait a minute, that is kind of weird. Why do they all use this symbol? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you, in any of your studies and stuff you talked about, I'm sure you've run across like the, the Freemasons, right? And they're, you know, from what I've in my light study of this late at night, you know, Freemasons kind of connect to the Illuminati. And then I made a trip out to Alabama to visit my cousin out there. And she's telling me about this thing called the machine. You ever heard about the machine out in Alabama? No. What's that? Tell me. Okay. You might not need to get on this. You guys remember the movie called, I think it was called the skulls and it was like about a a fraternity. So that is what is claimed to being going on out in Alabama and they call it the machine. And once you're in with the machine, you're hooked up. Like, you just happen to get that great job after college. You just happen to have a Ferrari show up in your driveway, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I just, when you were talking about some of that stuff, it kind of brought it up. You, yeah. Look into that one. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I'll, I'll have to dig into that. I've never heard of this, but 
the symbol that shows up, I, I assume this is the symbol for it, is the it's the skull with some keys below it. Yeah. And that's um and, and this is this is very similar to the Yale Secret Society. That's the same way, a student fraternity, uh, the skull and bones. And and the reason why and the sim the symbolic reason for this skull, you'll find it in Freemasonry. Like their their candidates, they go through initiation processes through a series of rituals. And like, for instance, one of them is they have to sit in what they call the chamber of reflection, where they sit there and there's a skull in there. And similarly, in I don't remember which degree of initiation, they have to um, approach death. They have to face death. And like they, like when they wear the uh, blindfold, it symbolizes that they're 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 gone. They're dead. Mm -hmm. They're dead. Like the ego death. And then they un unveil the blindfold, and now they see the light. And it's being reborn is the idea is that you have to face death and be reborn into this occult understanding of reality and that's that's kind of one of the big themes i i'd love to unpack one day i it's too much to summate in i mean probably even a full book yeah but there's an occult philosophy that is is it's and of course it's it's hard to describe it because it's veiled and it's been hidden and and through allegory and symbolism and it's hard to really make sense of it but yeah the skull and bones they they do they go heavy on the on the skull symbolism because it also ties into a lot of ideas about like the death and um uh i'm sorry not not death and rebirth ritual but the um there's a thing called eros and thanatos love and love and death as the two these like opposing forces that they use it, it, it gets deep quick, but yeah, that's interesting. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, I, I think you might find yourself going down a rabbit hole with that because <laughs> yeah. I've been in that same rabbit hole. Um, yeah. You know, with all these like, you know, the symbolism and like when I listen to your show, like, you know, we were talking about the Cat Williams thing and it's like, okay, the guy's saying some crazy things, but it almost like you want to make it make sense, but then, then your, your, you know, your um, sanity comes back or, or, you know, just realize like, well, maybe, maybe he is crazy, but why do people not want to believe in conspiracy theories? And, and I, and kind of tailor along with that, I think a lot of people woke up in 2020. I mean, through that with all, all the things going on, but why, why do people have a hard time saying, Hey, yeah, that might actually be true. Or you, or you just get labeled a conspiracy theorist and, Freak, yeah, yeah, freak. Mm -hmm. So, what, what's the what do you see out there? Right. So this is why this is why I'm I'm happy I'm doing your show. These are great questions because a lot of the <laughs> I do a lot of conspiracy shows and it's it's like level ten red pill talk, you know. And, yeah, and you got to really <laughs> th these are these are actually the more important questions. I think uh, I think people don't believe in it because life's easier that way, uh, mm. and I and I know this from basically living this life for you know the past thirteen years now. Um. People, you get a lot of weird reactions from people when you talk about this stuff. And I didn't realize it because I've always been a really open-minded guy. I've always been trying to absorb, you know, other people's opinions and thoughts, no matter how offensive or crazy they seem. I'm always game to hear it, right? And some people get really upset. I'll give you an example. I was I was researching the moon landing. And I'm, I don't buy a hundred percent into a whole lot of conspiracy theories. Like I, I see plausibility in most of them, but 
there's not many that I'd be hard pressed to say, no, that's the crazy one that I'm all in on. And and one of them is the moon landing. I don't, I don't think we actually put a human being on the moon. I think we've sent stuff there. I think, um, you know, and, and, and there's, and I actually wrote about, I have a whole book about this subject that I wrote and <laughs> the, I was, I was talking to some people about it and there was a guy who wasn't part of the conversation and he overheard it and he came over after a couple minutes and he got in my face. Like he wanted to fight me. <laughs> he was really mad. You take him out. No, <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> and, and, and that was one of the moments where I thought, man, people really get, they get wrapped up in it. And I, and I don't, the only explanation I could think of, which makes more, cause this was pre 2020, right? Pre pandemic and the year 2020, I saw a massive increase in listeners and interests in these topics that I've been talking about for so long. And that's, it's, the thing that makes me think of is that people lost trust in the the institutions that they used to trust fully and i think this plays into why it's life's easier if you don't buy into any conspiracies and you just go with the social construct you go with the flow and i think that's what is, the system wants is for you to just just kind of assimilate and, and and fit in. That's what they want because that's easier to manipulate. It's easier to control and it's easier for the people who are manipulating to, you know, shore up their resources or whatever it is they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I focus more, I don't get into geopolitics stuff really or politics at all. I get more into the spiritual aspect because I think that's the more important aspect. Um, but I do think that, and when 2020 happened, a lot of people started questioning things they've never questioned before. And, you know, pe people had almost blind trust in a lot of these organizations and institutions that everyone in, in my little conspiracy subculture, you know, we question everyone. We, we question each other. We don't trust each other. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> conspiracy people, we eat our own. And it's, it's a sad, unfortunate yeah. thing, but that's the way it goes. That's the way it is. Uh, but but I think there's some good that comes out of that whole you know you know 2020 was a nightmare but uh, to live through but some good comes out of that because I don't think you should blindly trust every institution but I but I but I'm also I'm also careful because I also don't think we should burn this all to the ground because you know you need traffic lights and you need police and you need a government like you mm -hmm. need those things on some level the question is how do you balance the power so that it's not too oppressive and uh like for instance i guess the biggest the biggest benefit maybe of 2020 is people questioning the mainstream media because yeah. and you know it's not and it's not rocket science every a lot of people know that different mainstream medias will present different biases according to what they want you to think and believe. But I, I guess most people didn't really understand that. Right. So I, I do think that's good because I, I think it's good to take news in from multiple angles, multiple biases and try to find your own conclusion in a way. Um, I, I, you know, we're supposed to be a society of open free thinkers, not just sure. programmed robots doing what we're told. Well, you talked about people getting angry, and we never saw that more prevalent than in 2020, 2021, 
you know, the shaming, the social shaming of you were vaccinated, unvaccinated, weren't following the protocols, you know, right. trying to stand against them, had any kind of maybe opinion that wasn't mainstream or wasn't followed. It's like the tribe is out to get you. Then you you get you get alienated, put in your own corner. They cancel you. I, we saw a lot, and that's why I think it's a good question is a lot of eyes were open, and if you weren't opened, I, I don't know if you were paying very good attention because so much going on right then that we started to have questions. And it goes back to the movies you kind of address, which is why I'm so fascinated in all these topics myself, and I love that you have this show, The Blacklist. I don't know if you you know, it's great Netflix series with with all the things going on in government and hidden agendas and cabals and you start to think man is that really happening i mean could that stuff happen and then you go through 2020 and you think hell yes that stuff is happening i guarantee you it's happening so you start to buy in a little bit more because you start to see that play it out in front of your eyes on these movies and then like mission impossible i mean the plots are very interesting and almost like too too out there to even believe but it's you watch it and then you think wow that's that's crazy that'll never happen and then you see what happened and you start going man that was a plot in mission impossible with <laughs> with all these you know the, the pandemic and how this virus gets spread and how it could be possibly created i don't know that's another conspiracy right but i love the shirt you have which says I need to find more conspiracy theories because all mine came true. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. My, my father-in-law got that for me. <laughs> it, it, it is, it is how it is how it went, and and I think, um, and it's funny because big. I forgot to mention on my journey to Red Pill Land here. I m my health right in in two thousand four or five. I started reading a lot of books on on health and tried to be healthy. Right, and um, that was another. You know that's another rabbit hole the the health industry because you're going against a lot some of the stuff you get into goes against the grain of what mainstream sort of medicine would would tell you to do yes some of the things and and now and again and you're right like 2020 was the time when things became real where you really had to make a choice like am i going to take the uh, i don't know what words you can say or not say on here the you know the so the solution they they claimed it was going to help us with the you know the with the virus mm -hmm. and that's when it became real and it's like oh i gotta make this choice for myself now mm -hmm. and and my whole thing was even back then you're right people started shaming and that's and i started talking about those things i actually did eight episodes researching this exact topic that that are and i wrote a little book about it and which amazon blocked by the way i couldn't sell it <laughs> weird wow yeah and and again it was very much from my personal viewpoint where i'm not pro or anti i'm kind of in the middle like some people maybe it's better for them some people don't need it like and that's why it should be personal choice but i think when they start talking about look we're going to make these passports and everyone's got to do it if you want to interact in society this thing has to happen and I, mm -hmm. that's where i'm like ooh like that's that's not good like and you're bringing there. back you're bringing back flashbacks man yeah, i'm, I'm having <clears throat> yeah. ptsd, PTSD. I'm, ooh, <laughs> i know it was so awful everyone and everyone was fighting and that's and that's what i didn't like about it is like the shame of whatever side of that you sit on 
like don't shame the other side but yeah. that's what they were doing and and that is a direct product of a lot of mainstream media stuff and a lot of the institutions not being being honest with us and not telling us the truth of you know the real answer and 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 this is a parallel to aliens because that's that's kind of more my jam is the alien side of the house it's it's got parallels because it's the same thing it's the institutions coming out and saying oh yeah just just listen to us there's no aliens and everything's fine that's what they've been doing for 80 years no that's crazy talk and then you but normal people who are researching this stuff say man i don't know there seems like there's a lot of evidence that says otherwise and and then institutions just say no I'll just trust us everything's fine and then <laughs> things flip around one day and they say well turns out maybe there is and yeah. and 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 it just proves a lot of the theories about a deep state you know what i mean oh yeah because what you're saying i would have called you a crazy loon years before the pandemic you're talking yeah. aliens Isaac, I'm I'm going to shut you down. Now yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. it changed my whole mindset. Any kind of thing is possible. And I I've grown to distrust the the government, if you will, and and the the institutions and these, you know, you call it the the fourth leg of government that kind of came out of nowhere. All these all these bureaucracies and, and agencies that aren't elected, by the way. They just came into being. And so now they get power and they're going to do everything they can to keep it and expand it. And so when they control the people, just go back through history, through the thousands of years of civilizations, control the people. And that's what they do. And that's really how we, how these societies stay in existence until they finally don't, until they finally collapse, where the elite, the elitists and the high ups finally blow up. And I don't know what that looks like, but I never believed in my whole life, I was pretty sheltered in my thinking that we had things like propaganda and and hidden agendas and all these things going on. But yeah. now I do. Yeah. Change need... Go ahead, Sean. Sorry. I need I need some alien stories before the end of the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, we got okay? We got to talk some aliens. I, I, I can yeah. I could get into that pretty quick too. <laughs> it, it's a it's such a hot topic right now, and that's you know in. <laughs> and again going back to 2020 i so i had written a book called the dark path it's my most popular book i wrote it in 2017 i think or 16 and in it i devoted a couple chapters to aliens because you know research you research this stuff long enough you come across a lot of interesting ideas and one of them was i always reference this one because it seems to be the most accurate was that all signs were pointing to the year 2025 being a revelation of aliens and, and you can fill in that blank with whatever you want when i say aliens entities from a, another planet from another dimension whatever um because i'm a more of an interdimensional guy i don't believe that there's green men from mars that come here i, I think it's more interdimensional for a variety of reasons but i wrote that and i after that i said you know i'm going to just write a whole book about aliens because this this you know i didn't devote enough time to it so i started casually taking notes and then 2020 hits and i believe it was it might have been april of 2020 when the pentagon came out and confirmed those videos were real that we saw and, and look I, and i don't know the answer obviously i don't but there's there's i can either poke holes in the alien argument that we're being presented with or i can co-opt it and i'm not sure which way to take that because on the one hand I see all of these 
different organizations that I'd normally wouldn't trust telling me these things that I've always suspected maybe that was the case. Uh, example, History Channel, you know? I always watch Ancient Aliens, but there's a lot of holes you can poke in Ancient Aliens. There's a whole like four-hour documentary a guy named Christopher White did 10 years ago that you could probably find on YouTube still. I think it's called Ancient Aliens Debunked. And he goes through and he just he makes it look like it's obviously the people from Ancient Aliens are pushing a lie. Uh, for example, um, the paintings that they always, you'll see, I think Joe Rogan even retweeted this not too long ago, the paintings of uh, the Virgin Mary, and they show what looks to be a UFO in the sky with a light shining from it. And Christopher White pokes big holes in that. It's like, no, the, if you zoom in on it, you can see it's a it's a, a, a choir of angels singing. It's God, you know. And anyway, um, a lot of, like History Channel was showing us the, now they've got all these shows like Beyond Skinwalker Ranch. Um, you know, you have Ancient Aliens, of course. Skinwalker got, Ranch is in Utah, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yep. I've watched that. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Sorry. It, yeah. No, <laughs> and and I, I do believe there's paranormal activity of some kind. But the question is, is this just another sort of psychological operation by, you know, the deep state or whoever to make us believe in something so that they can take that belief and flip it into something else. Some people call this project blue beam. And the short version is that they want to, they want to get ahead of this thing and say, look, we already know what this alien, what this, this alien thing is. And then they can take us down the path of what some people claim is the inevitable end is the, the one world government, uh, which again, you can go spiritual with it and say, it's, a luciferian plan to make us worship the devil who's the 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 fallen angel who <laughs> will come to us as the alien god and it's really satan i mean it's a massive subject so i wrote i wrote i started once that once the once the pentagon confirmed those videos that were leaked on the on the internet were real i started going into overtime and i wrote two books on the subject and interestingly enough a lot of those things are lining up to what we're experiencing we're experiencing what you would say is a sort of weird soft disclosure we're getting disclosure from tmz i just started watching this tmz uh video last night on tubi from jeremy corbell he's a guy who he's been on the the pulse of ufos for a long time uh he did a great documentary with bob lazar years and years ago that that uh really blew my mind you know bob lazar is the guy who said he worked on reverse engineering ufo technology um, down at area 51 back in the 80s but a lot of these a lot of these things that have just been in the conspiracy world since you know i don't know 80s 90s 2000s they're they're starting to seem like maybe there's some truth that could be had there and the question is where does that end how far does that go how crazy uh are we going down the rabbit hole here you hear know. Tucker Carlson, he's a he's talking a lot about this stuff. He's mm -hmm. he's on the the bandwagon to yeah, alien he's, life he's is here. Yeah, totally. I think he knows some stuff. You know, and he talked about the Nephilim, right? Uh with Roseanne Barr just a couple weeks ago. And I did a whole show because I actually <laughs> Roseanne Barr, she wrote a book. She's from Utah, by the way. Um hmm. She wrote a book years ago, and I read parts of it because she she claimed on the on a talk show recently that she sold her soul to the devil, and I was like, okay, that's that's 
right up my alley pop culture yeah let's go mm-hmm. so i look it up and sure enough this whole book she wrote years ago she details specifics about how she literally sold her soul to the devil and it's not a joke it's in multiple chapters she has a whole story where she went to this cabalistic priest and all kinds of wild stuff wow so i did a whole show about it and as i'm as i'm preparing to do that show the tucker carlson interviews her and there's a clip where they start talking about how the nephilim are controlling you know people or whatever and i thought okay that's interesting let me toss that on here as a little side note and then we had this incident at the mall in miami last week have you guys seen this yet Mm -hmm. right yeah the the mall in miami and I don't know. It seems pretty flaky, especially because all the footage I've seen has been the bl- the blurriest footage I've ever seen in my whole life of anything. But basically, there was what seemed like hundreds of cops go to this mall because allegedly at the beginning, the story was there was two or four teenagers fighting with sticks. Then it became four teenagers with fireworks. Then it became 50 teenagers with fireworks. Then it became, well, we thought it was a mass shooting which is why you see a hundred cops out front, which, you know, that makes sense to the rational mind. You say, okay, well, that, that story adds up. Of course, a hundred cops are going to show up. They think there's a mass shooting in a mall because there's fireworks popping off. That makes sense. But what doesn't make sense because <laughs> they're saying that the, this is actually um, the Nephilim because there's eyewitness testimony from several people. And I've seen a lot of them. Of course, there's probably lots of hoaxers just trying to get views on TikTok. But some of them are really believable. I saw a graffiti artist talking about how his experience on the second floor, he saw these kids playing with a device. And they, these kids were wearing glasses that were really weird. And and it basically, he describes what looked like they opened up a portal. Then other eyewitnesses say they saw these sh- giant shadow alien creatures of sorts. And it could it be? Sure. I don't know. And I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in Florida. Weird shit course. happens out there all the time. <laughs> all, all the all the stories are out in Florida. 100%. <laughs> okay, guys. There's just so much more to talk about. So we're going to stop right here. But make sure to join us on our next episode as we go a little further into the rabbit hole and discuss Hollywood conspiracies like Epstein Island, Disney satanic symbolism, and so much more. Be sure to click subscribe so you're going to be notified when part two with Isaac Weisopt is available. So until next time, keep your eyes, ears, and minds open. Thank you for listening to Harnessing Your Wealth with Billy Peterson. Before we declare the race official, please click the follow button so you can be notified when new episodes become available. For more information about today's show, please check out the show notes. Visit our website at www.petersonws.com or give us a call at 801-475-4002. Once again, thank you for listening. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Peterson Wealth Services. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.